Praise the Lord. This is Brother Irwin. First time on the Anchor app. Share a word with you guys. You all, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about being apostolic. Praise the Lord. Being apostolic. What is apostolic? What did apostles do to shake their world? To shake their city? First, I want to back up. In the beginning, God said, be fruitful and to multiply. From Genesis all the way to the book of Acts. Confirms what happened in the book of Acts. Everything after the book of Acts validates it. Being said, what Peter said on the day of Pentecost was repent. Every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. You shall receive the Holy Ghost. It didn't say... You, some of you shall receive it, or just a little. You shall receive it. And that word remit, remission, when you start living a repented life, when you start living a life full of Jesus, God turns your situation around. So what the apostles done, the early church grew. 3,000 souls were added to the church. 3,000 souls. It started with 120 people, those having some good church, they started converting people out in the streets. It grew so big, the multitudes, when the Bible says multitudes, that's a lot of people. That's that's not even a number. It's multitudes. Just Acts 10, all through the Bible, people are baptized, calling on the name of the Lord. Those baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And they shook their worlds, they shook their cities. It grew so large, it carried over into the corner for revival in the book of Corinthians. You got to think, there was already experiencing revival. Then Paul wrote a letter over there to the uh, Romans, the epistle, to even Corinthians, the corner of church. He wrote letters to those church, churches that were already saved, churches that already received the power, the baptism, and the Holy Ghost. Just like Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. And it says in Matthew, The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. Jesus gave Simon Peter the keys to the kingdom. Wherever you bind, wherever you loose. Jesus Christ was basically saying, I'm going to stand behind you. I'm for you. I'm with you. So G Jesus Christ was for, for them. They baptized people. They had revival. It was so it was so awesome. The revival they had in the book of Acts is breathtaking. So 120. They went the house to house. It grew so big. They went to house to house. They continued in the apostles' doctrine with breaking bread and prayers. So they was going to church. It grew so big. It it, it began out in the streets. It had a no building could hold it. It had to go to the streets. The Peter's shadow was overshadowing people. God was healing people. They, they threw their couches out in the streets. They was having street service. So what we need to do is get our churches out in the streets and go reach the world. Just like Matthew 28 and 19 says, Go therefore teaching all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That was a command. There was no water beside them when Jesus gave that command. They wasn't baptizing no one on the mountain. That's just a command. Think about it. I'm a dad, I'm a brother, I'm an uncle. Those are titles. My name, my, my name is Irwin. That is my name. L listen to that. Most of you out there, I don't know what kind of background you go from. 
But most of you have been baptized in the name of Father, Son, Holy Ghost. You just repeated the what Jesus repeated. But let's break it down. What was he really saying here? Let's look in the Bible where it says, Do every word or deed in the name of Jesus Christ. You pray in Jesus' name. You do all these things in Jesus' name. Why not baptize in Jesus' name? Like Ephesians says, there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. I just want to share a word of encouragement for you guys. There'll be more of my preaching. There'll be more of my ministering. I'm giving y'all hope what the apostles did to shake their entire world in the book of Acts. It will continue part two. Thank you for joining my fresh off the chart episode Irwin Cook Ministries. Praise the Lord everybody. This is Brother Irwin and today I'm going to be talking about it's always been in the name of Jesus. The apostles, everybody I know always does it in the name of Jesus. Whether it's we pray or it's whether we call upon the name of the Lord we do it in the name of Jesus Christ and that goes for a baptism also we do it in Jesus name I'm gonna break this down okay you see I'm gonna show you who's changed the baptism formula it was the name of Jesus and the Trinitarian Trinity Amen in the whole Bible my friend I'm gonna break this down in some encyclopedias Jesus name water baptism in the Britannica Cyclopedia 11th edition volume 3 page 365 through 366 the baptism formula was changed from the name of Jesus to the other words Father Son and Holy Ghost by the Catholic Church by the in the second century another encyclopedia Everywhere in the oldest source it states that baptism took place in the name of Jesus Christ. The Canaan Encyclopedia says the early church was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus and developed of Trinity doctrine in the second century. The Catholic Encyclopedia, page 263, here the Catholics acknowledge that baptism was changed by the Catholic Church. So, that being said right there, I could keep going on and on and on down to the Hastings Encyclopedia. The name was an ancient cinnamon for person. Pay, payment was always made in the name some person referred to ownership. Therefore, one being baptized in the name of Jesus became personal property, ye are Christ. I can go on and on in this encyclopedia, the different ones to uh, different offers and Caney's Encyclopedia, all these encyclopedias. There's evidence. It's overwhelmed. This obviously is the way the apostle baptized. If the apostles baptized, Jesus Christ gave Peter the son the keys to the kingdom in Matthew. And Peter preached on the day of Pentecost. And the Bible says there's only one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There's only one way to get to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ. And John 3, 5 says, you must be born again, the water and the spirit. Then Paul said in Corinthians, that justifies it, that validates it. About anybody in Christ, you're a new creature. Paul, Paul talks about it in uh, 1 Corinthians there. I'll have to break it down there where uh, he was baptizing people. The Corinthian church grew so, so massive 
there in the book of Corinthians. It took off there. We must do it the way the apostles done it, my friend. The way the apostles done it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. It says right here in Corinthians, and such were some of you, but you washed by, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that validates John 3 5. You must be born again and you must repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I just want to break it down in the encyclopedias. It was changed by the Trinitarians. It was changed by the Catholic Church. Oneness has always been the thing. These Methodist churches, these those walls would be shouting if you went to the in the old schools in the old days. These Methodist churches used to be the most powerful oneness. Jesus name apostolic churches in history. If you read your history and you go back to, back. Just do your history. God bless you in Jesus' name.